0: This week, the DP World Tour Championship comes back to Jumeirah Golf Estates in Dubai. But what do we know about DP World as a business? Mohammed Al Mualim, the CEO and Managing Director of DP World, talks about the history of the company, how it is intrinsically linked to Dubai's vision as a business capital and what the future holds. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics, Love and Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love and Dubai, Love and Saudi and Smashy TV. Each week we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Good afternoon Mohammed. Hi. Thank Good you afternoon. for joining us.
1: Pleasure. Uh,
0: so we're here in the fabulous headquarters of DP World and um, that started 40 years ago. Can you tell us a bit how the history of the DB world?
1: Yes, of course, it started with a, a very small activity in uh, in the port, which is right now in the city of Dubai. The journey started exactly when the United Arab Emirates established in 1971. And uh, it was really due to the vision where the late His Sheikh, Rashid bin Saeed Al Maktoum knew that Dubai can play a part in really building UAE purely from the point of view of really be able to receive materials to build United Arab Emirates. So Port Rashid came at the right time. UAE was formulated. And UAE was in rush to build itself from basically zero. So So it it was really the gateway to to United Arab Emirates, not only Dubai, but United Arab Emirates. Everything came through Port Rashid those days.
0: Amazing. And so the industry almost was shaped around the vision as well. What have you learned about the industry in general in that that period?
1: Well, the industry was uh, challenging. Uh, we you know, knew in this industry and uh, everybody had to learn in terms of how really to build as we go forward. Of course, uh, it was like, uh, you know, normally when the ports are built, it takes off gradually. But in Port Rashid, it was bang, <laughs> day one. And you had hundreds of ships actually uh, sailing toward uh, Dubai in order to be really you know taken care of in terms of getting the cargo off, so at night, if you stood on the beach those days uh, in Dubai and you looked toward the sea, there was another city in the sea full of lights okay you know and these were these were basically about hundreds of ships are waiting to come in. So the port was really busy. 24 hours, people are running around. The problem was, of course, those days, uh, you know, the ship used to handle what they call general cargo. General cargo means these are the ships which takes sometimes two to three weeks to clear one ship. So you can imagine if you had so many ships are waiting for you and with, the, with a limited uh, number of, let's say, birds for them to come in, So obviously, you know, you had this pressure on everybody. And so it was a, what I say, a sharp learning curve for everyone to make it happen. And it was uh, within the spirit of Dubai, of course, everybody was moving around to find a way how to do a thing best. It's not just doing it, but it's really how to do it in a best way that it can really uh, take care of the demand
0: so the the vision was there the industry was there and the, to have the innovation and the creativity to create that in Port rashi uh, those values uh, must have uh, transcended throughout DP world to where we are today which is many ports free zones a growth corridor a logistics hub has that has that sort of innovation from the start allowed you to expand
1: yes you know it's uh Dubai, of course, before uh, Port Rashid comes in uh, as a proper port to receive the steel ships. Uh, Dubai had a creek, which was a natural harbor, where uh, already uh, trading used to take place with DAOs, which today also if you go to Dubai Creek, you will see the DAOs are there. But those are the DAOs which used to trade between UAE, let's say Dubai, India, India and Iraq to east coast of uh, Africa. So, again, our leadership at that time realized that Dubai can play a role in terms of really being, you know, the, what you say, the enablers of, of business, enablers of trade. And trade, trade is the key uh, of, of the growth and future. And the trade is really something which brings prosperity to, uh, to Dubai and to, to, to this region. And that's where all started, uh, where uh, uh, the leadership at that time started building you know, these big infrastructure in terms of serving the trade, how to enable trade. And that's why where we see today Dubai is being a merchant city, a city of trade. And of course, this journey which we had from those days to today, that has built in the DNA of DP World, Mm. built with the core of our thinking in terms of how we Become really influencer in terms of enabling trade by by uh, making sure that the cargoes and trade moves across uh, you know uh, the region, uh, moving across Dubai into the region. Which today really we will see our region is of uh, more than three billion consumers. Okay. Where if you look at that, uh, in that sense, then you need to be ready to be able to do that, and you need to have the expertise. So it is the experience that we have gained from all that from 1971 to today, which gave us that strength in terms of really being able to do whatever, whatever we can do today and being the main player as a DP World in terms of enabling trade and keeping Dubai's position in terms of, in terms of really playing as a logistic hub of this region.
0: Interesting. And how do you do that in a sense that, you know, DP worlds is intrinsically linked and this living and breathing example that Dubai is an international business capital. It's linked to the GDP. It provides a lot of jobs, the sure. ecosystem. Mm-hmm. How, how does smart trade and, you know, how is DP World operationally keeping Dubai ahead? Of course.
1: Uh, so again, if you really look at DP World in terms of our core business, is really what we say we are developing supply chain, the concept of door to door. Uh, where here we are getting actively involved in every links of supply chains. Say if there was a factory in UK uh, and, and it need to be exported to, uh, to Oman, for example, or to Saudi. We can handle it from the factory and take it all the way and bring it through Jabal Ali, through Dubai, and supply it, whether it's in Oman or uh, in Saudi, uh, to the importer who imported this. So we become a a, a point of a single supplier of supply chain where the importer and exporter, they don't have to worry about really, you know, in terms of their goods being transported. You know, so we we provide a full solution uh, in that sense. And that's where we are evolving in terms of really doing it more smartly, smartly by using technology. You know, look, today we are doing lots of work in terms of digital platforms, connectivity in terms of uh, Uh, blockchains, you know, in terms of uh, converting all those processes, uh, all electronic, to make sure that, first of all, it is done efficient, fast. And then there is what we call, uh, in terms of of the importer and exporter, there is a traceability where he can track his goods exactly where they are. And then he can also benefit from it in terms of, he knows uh, from uh, the system that we created digitally that how long it takes for him to really move his cargo from point A to point B. So tomorrow he doesn't need to stock so many in his warehouses where it costs him a lot of money, but he can actually uh, keep minimum, or let's say, an efficient level of a stock where it can reaches to his destination from A to B, and plus he can, you know, have his money, or let's say, his cash, more into working capital rather than being really in stock onto shelves stuck for a long time. Interesting. And that's you
0: use it, yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of talk, as you mentioned, around blockchain and the enhancement of, you know, whether it's contracts or logistics and supply chain. Uh, you know, in addition to where Dubai is positioned as an end-to-end solution, where do you think we are on that journey and what do you think will happen next?
1: Well, we are moving into that journey uh, where if you really look at DP World today and also uh, Jabal Ali Free Zone. Uh, We have also what we call logistic, smart solution logistic. uh, And we have digital platform on top of that. This is a kind of a cluster which gives you that end-to-end solution in terms of really uh, making it faster. And going future, it is the technology. It's a disruptive technology. And and we need to make sure that we are really developing those new techniques and new technologies because of uh, sustainability and because uh, in order to be able to really more, meet the growth of trade. You know, no matter whatever happens to the economy, we have noticed and we have looked at our numbers and data, trade continue to grow. Me and you, we need to eat, drink, and consume, and buy, and, and sell. So that will will continue. But for us, really, the two things that, uh, of course, we're looking at uh, beside the digital uh, revolution that that we are in and which is today we are living in it, uh, is something that really, in terms of how to make it faster, we have a, we have a new... Uh, technology we are looking at means you are moving uh, cargo with high speeds of plane, but actually at the cost of a, a normal truck, uh, and this will create lots of momentum in future by moving things efficiently, environmentally friendly, and in terms of cost effectiveness, and with the speed that you need, which I spoke about, those brings values to uh, to you know to the importers and exporters. And uh, the other thing that we're looking at really is what we call uh, box bay technology. Means that we can create uh, capacity vertically in a small uh, land. Uh, we don't need to use much land, a small area. On the key, uh, straight away to the, behind the ship where we can do things fully automated mm. with a high speed as well. Again, in the sense of really looking at from all aspects of it in terms of sales. So these are the technologies that disrupt us that we're looking at. But meanwhile, we continue to look at uh, AI, look at uh, IoT, you know, looking at uh, robotics, looking at everything. So this, mm. is, this is where we see the future. The future right. is that we need to more and more look into technology.
0: Constantly evolving, fascinating. The GP World brand is known around the world, whether it's through its presence in 40 countries or 75 terminals but also through its branding and partnerships. It's got a close association with golf. Mm -hmm. How has that come about, and how do you see that role uh, that DP World plays with golf?
1: Well, you know, uh, DP World being part of the society, uh, we also look at uh, major events such as sports, uh, and and, uh, where, where we really want to look at those global events, because that becomes a kind of strategic, in a way, together, take dubai brand and dp world brand not only on the local arena but also globally because when you look at golf uh, there's the outreach is really in millions mm. around uh, the globe and uh, also there is this kind of synergy between golf where it gives you the let's say the you know uh, for a golfer it's a flexibility whether you're a good golfer or not good golfer but then uh, and and it's uh, you know uh, for the for the for the challenged people as well for the for the good player it's a game which mix of everything, and, and but but it is something that can work together, and it's the same comes with the same philosophy with DP World, where we have so many units are working together nicely going, moving uh, moving forward.
0: And this week, Dubai is welcoming the DP World Tour Championship, the Race to Dubai, and of course, it's a big flagship event. Um, there's also the Edgar, the golfers of determination that DP World is involved in as yes. well, that represents. Inclusion, is that a core value to what DP World stands for?
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, if you really look at uh, how DP World is today, I mean, uh, in terms of inclusion, we have now uh, more than 100 different nationalities, uh, 50,000 globally coming from many, many parts of the world and different cultures. Uh, Of course, female, uh, if you look at the female today, the female ratio in the port and DP World also is growing. Mm. and uh, they are taking leading role in terms of decision-making. In certain cases, uh, they are actually now operators. Uh, they are operating these heavy machines, but from a control room by remote, where in the old days, of course, it was mainly a men kind of field, but today with the help of technology, these ladies are uh, you know, uh, doing fantastic job. Uh, of course, the uh, special challenge, uh, also uh, we look at them and include them into into our, uh, jobs and DP world. So yes, I mean, uh, it's part of our, uh, philosophy and it's part of our DNA and we continue to, uh, to continue to do that.
0: Fascinating. Great to hear. Um, lastly, you know, we talk about the expansion in technology. What else is on the horizon for DP world? Is, is, are there other parts of the world? Are there emerging markets that, that you're looking at?
1: Well, we're looking at everywhere. I mean, we're looking at the whole world actually, but, uh, uh, we, uh, as you you know, as you know that we are spread uh, across uh, more than 40 countries in six continents. Now, the biggest challenge we have is really to how to connect them all together to bring all those values together. So obviously, uh, the big push will be in terms of looking at the latest in terms of technology, uh, mainly from the digital uh, part of it in terms of connectivity. Of course, the other disruptive will continue to happen. You know, those are the future ones really that uh, happens, but again, the, the right uh, the near future or today is really what we say the digital connectivity and the blockchains and everything else again to really meet uh, you know for us uh, and enable enable the trade i mean if you really look at jobs and dp world uh, jebel ali port here uh, in order uh, in order to grow uh, our contribution to to the to to dubai's economy hmm. in terms of gdp it's a 33.3% uh, which is a big number Amazing. And this is done all through trade and through investors and how we create that synergy. And not only for within the, within the market of, of our immediate market of 3 billion, but how now do we connect them also beyond that to, to those markets which are far away. And today, as we know that there are those economies which are poised to grow uh, quite strongly. You have India, for example, you have Africa, which is where we are here in Dubai. We are fortunate that we are in the middle, we are near. And obviously, that would be something that we would be really looking at in a way that strengthen our uh, digital connections to, to uh, all, the, all the consumers around us.
0: Well, positions. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Mohammed. Thanks a lot for your time. And we'll continue to follow the success story that is DP World.
1: Pleasure is mine. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.